coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. But when we started dating, I told Stephen, if I ever change my pattern, then something's up with me. That means I'm doing something I should not be doing. Why? Because I needed to have accountability. Because in my previous relationships, in my previous marriages, I've had affairs and I've cheated and I didn't want to go down that road again. So what did I do? I told my fiance, look, this is where I am with this thing. I want to be honest with you. I want to be upright. I want to be faithful to our marriage, to our relationship. And this is what I need from you. Hold me accountable. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome, welcome to the Finding Peace Within podcast. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. The mission of the Finding Peace Within podcast is to educate you, the people, on the importance of living an authentic life through spiritual awareness. Spiritual awareness is simply knowing why you do things, being aware when things are triggering you and how you respond to those life experiences. I hope that the Finding Peace Within podcast will help you on your journey to finding your peace within. Now, 2021 is here and Happy New Year to you all. I pray that you are safe. And that you, um, even if you went to any type of event for the new year, that you wore your mask and you were being socially distant. Because that's what we got to do to continue to fight this pandemic. I'm so excited about what's going to be happening for the 2021 year for the ministry, Finding Peace Within. I got a lot of good things um, up my sleeve here, up my sleeve uh, for you all to participate in. I am going to start an online uh, Finding My Peace Within course that will be uh, 12 weeks that will help you on your journey through my book, The Finding Peace Within prayer journal that would be our tool that would be the resources that we will use to um continue to do our work man we gotta you know i wear my shirt i'm doing my work finding peace within because i am still doing my work of finding my peace within now we have been talking about so you want to be a wife i know a lot of people got engagement rings over the Christmas holiday and Valentine's Day is fastly approaching now that we're in January. But are you really equipped and prepared to be that Proverbs 31 wife? I've been studying the book, The Proverbs 31 Woman, which really uh, by E.R. Reed is a study guide which really breaks down what uh, it is that we say we want to be when we get married, you know, a lot of us get excited about the engagement and planning the wedding. Oh, I'm getting married. But we really didn't count up and don't count up the cost of what it really means. Now, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, go back and listen to the episode. Episode 61 by Shayla Davis and myself, Shayla, gives the single woman's point of view and um, episode 62 is Sydney Hancock. She gives the newlyweds point of view and boy was she candid. And episode 63 was Natalie Hancock 
giving the perspective through um, the eyes of a wife who has had to go through the hills and the valleys with her husband and being being that supportive wife and, and what what does a wife do when things aren't quite going the way she planned and in this episode i'm gonna discuss um four ways four, four ways that you can be friends with your husband how to be a true friend as a proverbs 31 wife now, before we get into the podcast, I want you to go to Amazon.com and get my new book, Today's Investment, Tomorrow's Return, 25 Personal Investments That Will Add Value to Your Life. It's an easy read. In the book, I share 25 things that I've invested in and still continue to do that has been a great um, value to me as I've aged, as I've gotten older, as I've matured. You know, I'm three years from 60 now. Three years from 60, when I think about it, it just freaks me out. But God is good, and I just want to share that um, good information with you. Again, the book is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, ebook, Kindle. Just Google it, Finding Peace Within, um, .org. It's on my website as well. Just go to Amazon. And put my name in there and you will get um, be able to order the book. It is on demand. So, hey, go, out, go on out there and, and get the material. It will bless you real good. Now, let's open up with a short word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor your name. We praise you, oh God. We just thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for just protecting us and keeping us for the year 2020. We thank you for giving us the breath to breathe and the lungs and the heart and all the activities of our limbs. We thank you, even if we are not well the way we would like to be, we know by your stripes, oh God, we are healed. So today I ask that you be with me as I teach this lesson on what it means to be a true friend in your marriage, how to be a true friend to your husband as we learn more about being the Proverbs 31 wife. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, guys, let's get into this lesson. Now, Proverbs 31 is that scripture, is, the, is that, that book, that chapter of Proverbs that so many women um have probably been in some type of workshop or a woman's small group where we talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. But I wonder how many of us have really taken the time to really dissect that part. Now, chapter four in the book, A True Friendship, verse 12. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. That's the NIV version. The King James Version says she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Now, here are some key words. Good and evil. What is good? <laughs> Let's talk about what is good. Good is upright. And upright is respectable, reputable, and honest. Upright is respectable reputable and honest honorable moral ethical 
She has ethical principles. She stands on the word of God. She lives a moral, clean life. Women, we're living a moral, clean life. We're not out here in the streets acting like crazy people, you know, just saying any and everything and doing any and thing, everything. And, you know, our testosterone comes out hard and banging all that anger built up. No man, I want to be sleeping with no gorilla. I'm just saying, who wants to sleep with a gorilla unless you are two gorillas sleeping together? And even then, the gorilla doesn't want his wife banging on her chest, though. Don't nobody want that? Yeah. She's loyal, giving or showing firm and constant support or allegiance to a person, to her husband. Now, I'm going to read a portion in the book. Wives as well as husbands must be their friend and confidant even when things are not at their best and are outside of the home. We must speak words of comfort, edify, and exhort him all the days of his life. This requires a special special sensitivity to his needs. There is a time to speak and a time to lay low, lay low. When we do speak, there is a time to say certain things and a time to let other things go completely. We should always be a vehicle of peace and comfort. Besides being a vehicle of peace and comfort, we must also open ourselves to receive any kindness our mates want to show upon us. And that's something that we don't always do. A wife should be able to share um how she feels a wife should also be that person where the husband can share how he feels there shouldn't be anything that's going on in your life that you cannot share with your husband that's one thing i can say about Stephen and i um we've learned over the years i can i can tell him now, even in the beginning of our early stages of dating, because Stephen and I knew each other from church, we grew up together in the church, but there was never a um, a love interest. I never even looked once at him. I mean, all the years that I've known him, I not look. People say I didn't look twice, which meant you looked one time. Well, I never looked one time, but the Lord saw fit that we be together. But when we started dating, I told Stephen, if I ever change my pattern then something's up with me. That means I'm doing something I should not be doing. Why? Because I needed to have accountability. Because in my previous relationships, in my previous marriages, I've had affairs and I've cheated and I didn't want to go down that road again. So what did I do? I told my fiance, look, this is where I am with this thing. I want to be honest with you. I want to be upright. I want to be faithful to our marriage, to our relationship. And this is what I need from you. Hold me accountable. And when my pattern started to change, he did. He was like, what's going on? I remember one time I was going through, um, I had lost my job at Novant and I started going to a different church and he pulled me up. He was like, what's going on here? And I had to explain to him that what I need at this time, I can't get where we are spiritually. And so I started to go to church with my friend Shayla to reconciling the world and how Pastor Shipman was really speaking to what I needed, 
how I needed to go through uh, what I was going through. But it was only because I was able to tell him what was going on in my life. <laughs> and the fact that if I start doing stuff that I don't normally do, you better check me. Check me, boo. He going to be the one to check me. So wives, women, are you in a position where he can check you? Are you in a position now as the fiance or the girlfriend where he can say, hey, what's going on? I, I see you doing some stuff. And likewise, you know, but we as wives, just as she said, um, there are times and we need to just be quiet with our husbands. We can't go out and say, I said, what you doing? You always gone. You late getting home and you never call and you never let me know where you are, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not going to get us anywhere. It's not going to get us anywhere with our husbands. She says, when we do speak, there are certain things in a time to let other things just go. How important is this issue? Will this issue really cause us to break up? I often say, um, not often, this is what I say. When I come to my husband with an issue or, or with something, I always say, what is the outcome I'm looking for? And if the response that I'm giving or my reaction that I'm giving is not going to give me the response I'm looking for, then I don't go through with what it is I'm about to do. That's wisdom, ladies. Don't just do it because you feel like you can or you have the right to do it. Because a man will shut down and now you got to find your way back to building him up or find your way of back into his space. You know, when they go into their space, let them have their room. It's okay. As long as he ain't going in nobody else's room, it's all good. Also, we are to be the peacemakers. Yes, we want them to say, I'm sorry first. Well, we know men have a problem with pride. We already know that. <laughs> Y'all, they're little boys inside. No, we're not married to boys, but they need confirmation. They need to be told that they're doing a good job. They need to be told how much you appreciate them. They don't even care about gifts. They just want to know Am I doing a good job? And you got to be their cheerleader. Yes, you're doing a good job. You go. I tell my husband, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of what you're doing with the ministry, with the Vitica Singers of Charlotte. I'm so proud of you as a father. I'm so proud of you as a husband. I've seen what the Lord has done for you and in your life, how you've grown. They like stuff like that, y'all. And we got to give it to them. We got to make a space for them where they can come and know they can lay their heads in our laps and it be safe. Next is honorable. Are you honorable? Are you morally, ethically, principally presenting yourself in a way that he can take you anywhere with him? Now, it all depends on what kind of husband you you with you know because you know if you with a thug husband and you a thug girlfriend thug wife okay well there you go y'all just thugs together but if you are engaged to a man of stature a man of of, of a good reputation a man my my husband 
is a minister. My husband is a very quiet natured person. He's very private. My husband carries himself light, <laughs> but he's a quiet storm. I tell people, don't get it twisted now. He's a quiet storm. But my husband walks in such authority. When we're together, I walk in that same authority. We are equally yoked that way. We share the same morals. You know, we're believers in the Lord. We don't cause confusion outside of our household. You know, even though I kind of have an issue with my neighbor every now and again because of the grass and the upkeep of the yard and how it spreads over into my side. But I want my property to look good. So what do I do? I kind of take it upon myself to have conversations and I try to make sure that our neighborhood looks good. My yard looks good. And sometimes I have to have a hard conversation. That doesn't always set well with him. But you know, that's something I just got to work on. And, and, and with loving kindness, will I draw her to me? Because I bring kindness. But when it comes to representing who my husband is, the Bible says that we make their names great. Are your ethics right? Are you a liar? Do you lie now? Because if you lie now, you're going to lie when you get married. Can he trust you to do things? I tell my husband, I, I don't lie well. I just don't. I don't lie well. You know, I, I don't lie to you and I'm not going to lie to other people. Where are you with that? Do you hide things? My husband can leave his wallet out and I never touch it. I never touch his cell phone. And it doesn't have a, a secure code on it either. But I don't ramble through his things. When he uh, washes clothes, I don't ramble through the pockets. Number one, he takes everything out anyway, if there was anything in there. But I trust him and he trusts me. I am honorable. I'm going to read something else. Many men have difficulty expressing their feelings, so they need to feel comfortable enough with us to share whatever feelings and expressions of love they can give. We, in return, should not expect love to come in any particular form, flowers, daily presents, weekly going out to dinner all the time, but we should understand our husbands well enough to know when and through what means he expresses love toward us. Now, that's something that I heard Ayanna Van Zandt said, that she had to end her 14-year relationship because she did not like the way he expressed love. And that's her right. But it didn't work for her. So, are you patient and acceptant enough to accept the way your husband, as long as it's not, um, you know, abusive or anything like that. You know, nobody wants to be in an abusive relationship. By all means, get out. I did a couple of times. Get out. But if his way of showing love is by just giving you money, um, if his way of showing love is by um, patting you on the booty, you know, every now and again, he just pat, pat. If his way of saying... I'm sorry without saying I'm sorry is to come and sit beside you on the sofa. If you like flowers and you express that to him and he still doesn't buy you flowers, are you going to fall apart because of it? No, don't do that. Number one, this is one thing I did a long time ago. 
uh, we were going through a little something and I was just crying. You know, I was watching Joyce Meyer that particular morning. I was putting on my makeup and she said when with her husband, she was talking to the Lord. She said, Lord, show him my heart. I turned around and I looked at that TV and she said it again. She said, Lord, show him my heart. And I immediately wrote that down. I keep little notepads. I always keep things around. Lord, show him my heart. Show him what I desire. And then when the opportunity came, I expressed to him when the time was right. I expressed to him some of the things that I like. And because he wants to please me, he does those things. Now, does he buy me flowers all the time? No. For my birthday this time, I tell him, don't buy me no flowers. I don't want no flowers. I want some money. I want to do some things. Just give me the money. Let me buy what I want to buy. You know, jewelry, I love. I don't wear bracelets. You know, I don't wear rings other than my wedding rings. You know, those things. So don't buy me those things. Even with him. We don't exchange gifts like that because he's very particular about what he wears. So if he finds something that he wants, he said, love, I found something I want. It costs so-and-so and so. And hey, here's the money. Buy it. Do whatever it is you want. But I don't get all out of sorts because he didn't like the gift that I purchased for him. Or I didn't like the gift he bought for me. Did you make your request known? That's one thing we have to remember, ladies. And being honorable is honoring him in whatever area he knows how to love. Again, as long as it's not abusive, that's not the type of love we're talking about. We're not talking about that type of love. The third is loyalty. In public, we should never, ever, listen ladies, look at my face. Never, ever, ever say things contrary to our husband's decisions or his opinions. Not in public. Whatever we say, we should agree with what he says. Otherwise, we shouldn't say anything at all. I know that sounds so antiquated. And we just want to blast them and say, you don't be like that. And, you know, put them out there like that. But we can't do that. Otherwise, we shouldn't say anything at all. When we speak of our husbands, we should only speak words of praise. We should keep words of praise in our mouths, even when we talk to our relatives about our mates. Since relatives are the most likely to be sensitive to our experiences, they usually get defensive if they feel we are being mistreated. This does not mean that we are dishonest about our situations or that we hide the truth, but we must be careful of what we say and to whom. We should strive to do everything, caring for ourselves, family, home, and associating with others in honor and do nothing to shame our husbands. Loyalty is giving or showing firm and constant support. Now, I remember when my husband and I were going through um, marriage counseling in the beginning. And um, we were talking about finances and budgeting and all that good stuff. Now, I am the person that handles the finances. I pay the bills. I keep the books. You know, I, I balance the check, checking accounts, the savings accounts. I do all of that stuff. I make sure everything is good. 
But when we went to marriage counseling, you know, I knew my husband wasn't that good with um, paying bills on time. We had that conversation. But I exposed that to the counselor because he said, well, who has a budget? I said, well, I have a budget. He don't have a budget. Well, that made him feel real bad that that was not showing loyalty. Not that I was covering up for him. We were not. Let him be the one to say, I am not good with paying bills. Let him be the one to say, I don't live by a budget. You don't say that. So are you that type of wife and our girlfriend that exposes your husband's backside in public? That's not what we do. We don't blast our husbands. There have been times we've had Bible study with the Leviticus singers during um, rehearsal and my husband might say something and, and I'm like, but do I say, that's not, that ain't what you do. That ain't what you do. So I don't know why you're saying that. No, I don't even repeat it after it's over. For what purpose? <laughs> now, you know what you said was a lie, right? <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to pray and say, Lord, please show him where he needs to continue to mature and to grow. I'm not going to praise bad behavior. That's not what she's saying. Praise bad behavior. Just don't say anything at all. Also, another, another, <laughs> I remember one holiday we were in South Carolina and um, my brother Gerald loves to wash dishes, loves to wash dishes. And I said, um, I said, well, Stephen doesn't really have to wash dishes. You know, he took offense to that. And he was like, love, don't be putting me out there like that. And I didn't see any harm in it. You know, we were among family, but he, that didn't make him feel good. Um, it probably triggered something that, you know, he probably didn't even know was there. And I was insensitive to that. But ever since then, I don't make comments like that because that's not being loyal. Do not put your husband's laundry out in the street. And that includes throwing his clothes out the window. When you throw him out the window, you are exposing yourself. When we talk about our husbands in a negative manner, you're really talking about yourself as well. Why? Because you chose him. You said yes to the dress. You said yes to the ring. You said, yes, I will be your wife. But that's not the behavior of a Proverbs 31 wife. Now, if he's asking you to do something that's going, going against your moral and ethical principles, then you need to have a conversation. You know, I really don't feel comfortable doing this. I, that puts me in a bad place. I don't like to lie or I don't like to be deceptive or I don't like saying things that's not true or whatever the case may be. You need to have those conversations with your husband or your fiance prior. Now, when you get me to uh, trying to make me be, uh, we're going to be Ananias and Sapphira, I'm not going to hell for you. We're not going to do that. But this is what I will do. I just won't say anything. How about that? I'll just keep everything to myself. <laughs> and you can be the voice person for the family. But we will not be extortioners together. I watched the show. I can't even think of the, her name, but it was a black woman during the, during the um, 50s who killed, uh, his name was Dr. Adams down there in Sewanee, Florida. I think her name was Ruby Crawford, something like that. But um, she killed him. She murdered him. 
but she and her husband were running a racketeering business and the, the doctor was a part of that and he was taking advantage of her he, they were they were having a sexual relationship and i'm sure it was because she was afraid you know back in the 50s you know you can't say no to the white man or you you will be lynched or killed you know and they found her guilty but um as time went on oh her husband was murdered they said he had a heart attack but we believe he was murdered but because she had agreed to go into cahoots with her husband in this business she was a casualty of war she was a liability and she lost her life because of the commitment she made to her husband those are things if that thing is going to take you out of your ethical uh principles what you stand up for what you believe in just let him know i i I can't go with you on that one love you mean it but you're gonna have to be you know do this one by yourself as women as wives how do you prepare yourself for um going along with things now the thing about being loyal to your husband is to protect his name protect his name and when you see where he's um, going out of line and doing things that's not right, you don't post it all out in, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff out there in social media that will be out there forever, even when it's taken down. Honor your husband. Be upright. You be respectable. You be honest. You be reputable. It says that the believe, the unbelieving husband is saved by the believing wife. That means we have to pray. We have to seek God on the things that we need him to um, intervene for us. We have to believe by faith that God has already done it. You know, he's working in reverse. Victory has already come in revelations, but we have to work back to where God can begin to manifest what it says in revelations that has already been done. So when we decide we want to be a wife to a husband, to a man, these parts, this these, these characteristics need to already be there. Are you a true friend to the man you've said yes to or to the man that you're going to say yes to let's revisit the three things we need to be upright you need to be honorable and you need to be loyal you need to be respectable and honest you need to be honorable you need to have good moral and ethical principles good moral and ethical behaviors you're not that woman that's out here running off at the mouth you need to be loyal to your husband don't share his dirty laundry to the world cover him have peace in your home we're we are responsible for that even if he's in a funk it's not your uh, place to say what's wrong with you I don't know why you got it. You're just edging on being an agitator. We don't want to be agitators. We want to be lovers of our husbands and friends with our husbands. 
I pray this was helpful to you. I know the more I teach, the more I learn um, about the importance of being a good wife. There's a show called The Good Wife, but she was kind of evil. But um, share this with your friends. Share this with your lady friends. If you know of someone that needs to hear this word, if you know of a young lady that just got engaged or someone that's struggling in this area, share this podcast, share this video with them. And if you are on YouTube, subscribe, like, and share with your friends. Comments. What would you like to hear? What more do you want to hear about being a wife? What struggles are you having that you quite haven't gotten a grasp on? You know, yes, I I, I got my money, I got my job, but my mouth is crazy. You know, I, I, I'm loud and, and I'm proud about it. And he tells me about it and I don't know how to receive it. So jot it down. Jot it down in the comments. Leave a comment on the podcast. Whatever um, podcast vehicle you're using to listen to the Finding Peace Within podcast, leave me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. There's a lot of work that's yet to be done. Now, let's close out in a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day and we honor your name. Oh God, we praise you, Father. We thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for giving us the tools that we need to be the wife that we need to be to our husbands. We thank you for teaching us how to be patient, how to be quiet, how to love, how to forgive, how to support, how to be morally and ethically correct with our husbands, and how to be friends with them, how to allow our lap to be a safe place. Now, Lord, we ask that you be with us for the rest of this week. Allow our week to be prosperous. Allow our week to be blessed and filled with your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. I pray that you all go make it a wonderful week. And remember, as I always say, one, to find peace within. A centered mind is a centered soul. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. Now remember, you can always connect with me on social media. Facebook under Lisa Dalton. Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. Instagram, Lisa.Dalton. And LinkedIn, Lisa L. Dalton. Visit my website, FindingPeaceWithin.org, where you can read some of my blogs, Find the books that I've written, listen to previous podcasts, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember to find peace within. A centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed. <laughs>